And welcome to 90 Days to Abundance, brought to you by SavingsAngel.com. I'm Josh Elledge. Uh, Let's just get going. Okay, so this episode is a very, very special bonus episode. And on today's show, I'm going to talk to you all about the coolest stuff to do in Atlanta. And I'm also going to share with you some things not to do in Atlanta. And uh, so I'm going to basically give you a travelogue of all my family and I did. I've got some great interviews, talked to a lot of great people, found some hidden gems, some great things that, that you might not want to miss should you ever plan a trip to Atlanta. So this is actually going to be a two-part show. So this bonus episode's coming out on a Thursday. A regular episode's going to come out on a Monday. And then next week, Thursday, will be part two of Josh's totally excellent uh, Atlanta vacation where I'm going to share with you tons of great reviews and tips. And let me just start by saying this. If Atlanta wasn't necessarily on your radar of, of places to go and visit with your family, you may be in the north. You might be in the Great Lakes region. You might be elsewhere in the country or even in Canada. I don't know, where, wherever you may be. Atlanta is is a city that I would urge you to consider adding to the places that you should at least stop for a day or two. Now, my family and I had the opportunity to go and visit for about five days. And so I'm going to share with you kind of day by day what we did and share with you some stories and uh, share with you some experiences. So for us, coming up from Central Florida, it's about six and a half hour drive Again, that's driving time. Of course, when you're driving with kids, you can pretty much close to double that. No, the the kids were actually really, really great. And there are two things that we did. Actually, three things that we did uh, that, that, man, make road trips so much easier than what they used to be. If you remember, if you're, you know, you're a kid in the... 80s, 90s, or before, uh, you know, that some of those road trips could go on uh, quite a long way. Well, you know, today, you know, kids all have gadgets. And I also uh, got a power inverter and brought the Nintendo Wii. And we've got a bunch of games. And mostly my youngest, my nine year old, uh, got to play Wii the whole time driving to Atlanta. So that was pretty cool. Now, another thing, of course, the kids have their electronics that they're uh, able to do whatever they're doing on there. And one thing that I would really, if you're going to be doing much road tripping this summer, check this out. It's called a Seagate Satellite uh, a Drive. And what it is, it's kind of a, a hard drive and a Wi-Fi unit in one. So with the kids' devices, they can actually connect to it and they can stream media from that hard drive. So you could put all of your movies on there um, that, you know, you have to get them into a format that you can stream. uh, And so this will generally work okay with uh, iTunes movies that you've purchased. uh, Or if you have movies in other formats that are just on a hard drive, uh, it's just absolutely brilliant. And so the kids can watch TV series, they can watch movies, uh, and you don't have to eat up all your bandwidth uh, by, you know, having them watch Netflix movies. Yeah, that's not going to work. So anyway, so we made our first drive. And so the first hotel that we went to, the first night, we wanted to stay in the uh, Stone Mountain 
area. So Stone Mountain, if you've never heard of uh, what it is, it's, well, it's not a mountain at all. In fact, it's, it's a big rock. In geology, a pluton is a body of intrusive igneous rock called a plutonic rock that is crystallized from magma slowly cooling below the surface of the Earth. Yeah, it's that thing. So we got there late at night. Uh, again, we left kind of a little bit later uh, in the afternoon. We did get there, arrive kind of late at night. And uh, so the hotel, look, I, I did my best to reserve a decent hotel, used uh, Hotwire, and generally I'm pretty good at picking good hotels for the money. But for whatever reason, this time of year just did not get a very good hotel, did not get a very good rate for this uh, part of town. And so the hotel we had was a motel, and we were 20 feet away from a crystal uh, drive through So all night long, we would hear people ordering crystal burgers. And if you're not familiar with what crystal is, it's kind of like a White Castle. It's pretty much the same thing. And so this included people would go through with their booming music. And and uh, we were actually greeted uh, at the hotel uh, by what seemed like folks that were living there. Um, at least they were just hanging out anyway. Uh, just folks just hanging out in the parking lot, sitting around smoking. And uh, so, again, nothing against people hanging out smoking, but it seemed to be kind of par for the course. Uh, so, anyway, it was a hotel. And the next morning, uh, tried to uh, get what we could from the breakfast buff, uh, breakfast, uh, I almost say buffet, uh, breakfast area. And, uh, and meanwhile, we're, while we're enjoying our breakfast, we're listening to a guy uh, argue with the guy at the front desk not to kick him out. And that he promised he would be back and he would pay another night's rent. So, man, just seemed like there were some issues going on. I actually needed to log in and uh, print something from my computer. It was actually a parking pass that we needed for that day. And so I had attempted to use their computer so that I could log in and print something. And uh, as soon as I logged in, again, this is the computer that's in the lobby, uh, I could tell very, very quickly that this computer was uh, infested with spyware because as soon as you opened up the browser, all of a sudden it's going to some weird web page, happy browsers, web searcher.com. And it was just seemed really, really, really sketchy. So uh, I informed the front desk person and uh, found a way to unplug the printer from that computer, plug it into my own and, and got my thing printed. So, Anyway, so with that, uh, we went on our way to Stone Mountain. And so, again, Stone Mountain, what it is, um, it is just huge. It's enormous. And it has the carvings of three notable uh, Confederate uh, folks in the side of the mountain. Look, I, I, and I'll just be frank with you. I, I'm more of a union guy myself, quite frankly. I mean, if, I, if someone asked me to come down on a side in, in the Civil War, I'm likely going to side with the union. I, 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 just part of where I was born and raised. Nothing. Don't hold that against me. Uh, so whatever. Uh, so it's, uh, General Lee, Stonewall Jackson, 
and some other guy. Look, it's a huge carving. And it's really, really kind of cool to see. I mean, because it is just enormous. And and so one of the things you want to do when you go to Stone Mountain is you want to take the little cable car up to the top, or you can hike your way to the top. So part of the entrance that we had uh, to go to the park is we took the cable car up, and that was very, very cool. And it's a pretty amazing view at the top of this mountain, which is not really a mountain. And uh, so after that, you know, kind of looked around and, uh, you know, kind of played around up there, took the car back down. Kids did some ropes courses, saw a 4D movie, did a bunch of stuff and um, got got to ride an old timey train, got to ride some ducks. Fun day, fun day. And again, if you're in the area, it's absolutely worth going to Stone Mountain. You know, whether or not you want to pay to go do the 4D movie, the ducks, that's completely up to you. I think the biggest attraction that you want is you want to get into the park. That's $10 and kind of see your way around from there. So next, that evening, uh, we had gotten to kind of our main hotel. And so the hotel that we're staying at is the Hyatt Place, downtown Atlanta. And I opted for a little bit of a nicer hotel than I think I would normally go to, uh, just because there were some advantages to this hotel. I wanted to stay at a downtown hotel because there were so many touristy type things to do in downtown Atlanta. And I'm about to share those with you. But uh, the Hyatt Place downtown was fairly unique. It's a boutique hotel. And I'm actually uh, going to play a quick interview with the... um, the marketing director for the Hyatt Place Hotel in just a little bit, and and she can kind of explain what a boutique hotel is. Uh, But it's a little bit smaller, and we found that to actually be quite nice because we found that we got more personal attention. It was a uh, newly decorated, and one of the things that was really cool about this hotel that was very unique is that it had a shuttle that would take you everywhere downtown uh, within a three-mile radius, which that pretty much gets you just about anywhere. And so we really wanted that convenience of of not having to get cabs, uh, even wait for Uber, uh, or uh, certainly not have to drive around. And and it was very, very nice. It had great reviews, read all the reviews on TripAdvisor. Reviews are fantastic. And so we had a great experience. Our first activity, now that we're in downtown Atlanta, is that we got to go on Atlanta movie tours. And in fact, this was a really, really cool experience. So the tour that we went on was the Hunger Games Victory Tour, which took us to a number of different locations uh, where the Hunger Games was filmed. And very, very cool. So let me share with you a few stories that we heard while we were on the Hunger Games Tour. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to look out of the left side of your bus here, we are at our first location. It might not look super familiar to you because they did use giant facades when they were filming here, but this is District 11. Now, we were talking earlier about how you liked Rue, right? So this is a really important part in Catching Fire. If you guys remember, Katniss and Peter were on their victory tour. The Capitol was telling them what they had to say to, to, to the crowds when they would go to the different districts. When they came to District 11, Katniss and Peter had a harder time because Rue's mother and Rue's siblings were standing directly across from them. And so they got a little bit off script, if you remember. Now, that was a problem because when they did that, there was a man in the crowd who whistled the rebellion sound you guys remember i can't whistle i can do a trumpet that's the best i can do uh he gave the three finger oh somebody's got it 
Of course, there was also this experience. Now, do you guys remember what District 12 was known for? Mining. So, because they were known for mining, uh, Hollywood, they brought in all of this prop coal, this fake coal to litter the ground with. And that's why you guys saw me looking at some of the oh. some of the things here on the ground because you can still find some. Now, I don't necessarily... I'll be able to pick some out over here for sure because it's kind of been littered over. But if you see a piece, I don't think that's a piece, unfortunately. But if you see a piece that's black, yep. it's darker than the other. Here we go. Here's a piece. It's darker than the others. It's going to be super lightweight. Uh-oh. Super lightweight. You know that that's a coal. That, that was a piece of coal from District 12. So feel free to pick it up and take it home with you as a souvenir. Uh, a little piece of District 12. And then there was this one. Uh, funny little fact. Jennifer Lawrence was friends with Lenny Kravitz's daughter. She had been for a while. They worked together on the X-Men movies. And so when she started working on The Hunger Games, she always called Lenny Kravitz Mr. Kravitz because he, she was friends with his daughter and she wanted to be polite. And he kept telling her, don't call me Mr. Kravitz, call me Lenny. But because Jennifer Lawrence did it, everybody on the cast and crew called him Mr. Kravitz, which he didn't love. But, you know, of course, Jennifer Lawrence can get away with stuff like that. And then finally, this story, as we got to tour President Snow's mansion. Of course, President Snow is the villain in the Hunger Games movies uh, and books. And uh, so where they filmed his mansion, uh, you got to tour that house. And so you see, uh, again, it was very, very well used. Uh, they uh, shot scenes in the movie from pretty much all of the rooms in that house. So it was really, really cool to be on a movie set. Now, you heard earlier Effie mentioning as she was passing through this very pathway you're, sta you're standing on, you heard Effie say, oh, the library, mahogany, oh, curtains, right? Um, in truth, though, Effie, in the, in the script, there was really no such dialogue being placed in for Effie to even mention or even re recognize in the library at all. Um, with that, it was actually... Um, it was actually just said for the uh, F.E. Cancer to walk on through, and that was it. But Elizabeth Banks, the actress, had de decided to actually improvise that part in the yeah. final cut. Um, now, the reasoning why such a, what, why would she bring up Mahogany to begin with was, if you remember in the first film of Hunger Games, something happened with Katniss involving a table and alarming alarming Effie. Uh, uh, Can anybody tell me who, what that was, what that scene was? Yes, Effie, I mean, sorry, Katniss had stabbed the table in the first film on the train, thus alarming Effie to say, oh, that's mahogany. <laughs> well, that prompted for Elizabeth Banks to kind of bring up the whole mahogany fiasco right here in the, in the second part of The Hunger Games. Now, here's the truth, though, ladies and gentlemen. Now, in this room, you find this astounding look of wood surrounding this room. But here's the truth, folks. This is not mahogany. This is cypress wood, so she lied. Don't tell her that. Don't tell her that. Please, don't tell her that. So again, my purpose of this vacation is twofold. Number one, obviously I want to have a great time with my family. But number two, I want to do some real kind of travel reporting for you. So you're actually going to hear a number of little five, little six minute interviews that I've done with people who are in charge of really cool places to go and cool things to do, including... Atlanta Movie Tours. So let me introduce you to Patty Davis, Atlanta Movie Tours. Excellent. So Patty, so my family and I had the opportunity to go on the Hunger Games tour and it was fantastic. And it was I was amazed at how many 
places, uh, famous movies have been shot in Atlanta. What's going on in Atlanta? Well, Atlanta is experiencing a huge movie boom. Right after California and New York, Georgia is number three in movie production because of our 30% tax breaks that we offer to productions that are $500,000 and over. So for those who are interested in movies and TV shows and they see a lot of their favorite TV shows, what are some examples of things that people may be familiar with that are either recently, have recently been shot here in Atlanta or are actively being shot? I think people are always surprised to hear all the things that have been filmed here. Of course, you just went on our victory tour, so you know that Catching Fire and Mockingjay 1 and 2 have been filmed here. Anchorman 2 has been filmed here. The Blind Side has been filmed here. Driving Miss Daisy, if you want to go back a little farther. And lots of new things that are coming up. In fact, right now at the end of our um, street, we have Melissa McCarthy getting ready to film Michelle Darnell. So we're super excited about that. Fast and Furious. Uh, Taken 3 was just here. We also got the chance to see Liam Neeson right around the corner on our street. Um, Just tons and tons of things. The Walking Dead, of course, is one of the biggest things that's being filmed here as well. The Walking Dead, all of Tyler Perry's productions are all filmed here. It's amazing how he can make everything look like San Francisco or New York or anything else but Atlanta. And um, uh, Pinewood Studios just moved here from the U.K., and their first production was Ant-Man, was a Marvel production with Paul Rudd. They're getting ready to ramp up for uh, Captain America, number three. (laughs) And there's been talk that the Guardians of the Galaxy sequel will be filmed here as well. My goodness. So now talk about for a family that's coming to Atlanta. Now, I, I can certainly share my own experience, but what will families experience on an Atlanta movies tour? It depends on which one they decide to take. We have five. There's two that are based on The Walking Dead, which are our big zombie tours. And you're going to be able to see a lot of locations that were used in The Walking Dead. Our Atlanta Film Sites tour is general film locations of things that have just been just filmed all around the city. We have our Margaret Mitchell's Gone with the Wind tour. Margaret Mitchell, all in costume, talks about her life and tells you, takes you around the little spots that were important to her. And, of course, our victory tours you just took, and that's based on Catching Fire and Mockingjay 1 and 2. Well, thank you so much, and it's been a great experience. And, um, yeah, I absolutely agree, you know, for families that are looking for a great, fun afternoon together, you know, especially for those who are fans of those particular films that were shot here. I think they just have such a great time. So thank you. Thank you, Josh. Appreciate it. Cool. So anyway, an absolutely great experience with Atlanta Movie Tours. Now I'm going to play some audio from... What I will tell you, without reservation, one of the highlights of our trip. Yeah, I'm going to try it again. Mm-hmm. There are, it already has three. Oh, wait, no, I opened it. I just didn't realize it. Oh, okay. Let's have another one. That, yes, this. Okay. Oh, do you have a flash drive? Oh, that's the disc. It's a floppy disc. So, okay, well, good. That's the next step. How did you open that, by the way? Oh, um, uh, I had this, pen. which was inside the pen, which was inside this. Uh, oh. You opened up the pen? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I always open up pens. I know, that is like yeah. so perfect for you. What's on anything on the back there of Mr. Anonymous? No. no. Okay. Okay. So decimal IP for computer password. So I've tried unless it several, re- a couple oh, wait, of times wait, 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 now. Wait, wait. Unless if we can reverse it, like... So like yes, words. one one okay, so like one oh one right there would be one oh one would like equal to five. Yes. Okay. There we go. Spiral! <laughs> 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 Let's open it up. Oh. Huh. <laughs> I guess we're just like that, huh? 
answer this for me. No, I don't know. Open the door. Would I have to push the button? Oh! Oh! Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh that was so sweet. <laughs> that was So what that was is from an attraction called The Ultimate Escape Atlanta. And the premise is that you are trapped in a room with a number of other people. It's a total of eight people in, in this case. And you have to solve puzzles and you have to find a way to escape the room. It was an amazing time. It was so fun. Now, the idea is that you need to escape the room within one hour in order to win. Now, at the end of the, at any time. Now, look, you can, you can exit the room if, if you need to at any time. And, and you can. Uh, but again, the idea is to kind of solve your way out and, uh, and, and win. And, uh, so this was just so cool. If you have friends, family members that like puzzles, that like thinking games, uh, that, that like using logic and um, work well in teams. This is absolutely one of the coolest experiences that my family and I have ever had. Now, these uh, attractions are not unique to Atlanta. There are actually many of them across the country, and they've actually originated in Eastern Europe. You know what? I'm going to stop explaining it. I'm just going to introduce you to the general manager of the Ultimate Escape Atlanta. Angela, so yes. tell me about the ultimate, the ultimate Escape Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And So my family and I just had the opportunity to go through it, mm-hmm. and it was just awesome. I mean, it was just incredible. So my expectations of what this was going to be hearing that we were going to be trapped in a room and we had to solve puzzles to find our way out. I thought, well, this is either going to be really cool or (laughs) kind of cool. And it was just awesome. So can you kind of explain the concept? Mm -hmm. The concept is, is, is a lot of team building and bonding and how we get our puzzles done is nonlinear, meaning everybody can have something to do at all times. And I think, you know, by by being able to have a bonding experience like that and able to crack codes together is an adrenaline rush. So the concept was really huge in Eastern Europe and Asia. And then we kind of, you know, they started cropping up in Las Vegas and Nevada and California. And and it was huge out there for attractions. Um, there's a successful one in Tennessee, Nashville, and um, we decided to bring one to Atlanta, and everybody has been going crazy ever since we brought it here. So it's a lot of word of mouth. Yeah, and you guys have only been open to the public for three weeks. Absolutely. So what are you seeing so far as far as buzz and, like, who's coming mm-hmm. in? Well, we, we kind of thought our demographic was going to be a little bit more of, you know, gaming enthusiasts, people that play video games all the time, and it's actually been quite the opposite. It's been a lot of military people have been through here, a lot of families from seven years old all the way up to 70 enjoying it, um, a lot of people that didn't even know what an escape game was. They come in and they're high-fiving each other when they walk out. So it's it's one of those things, the buzz. We've only been open to the public for three weeks, and we've had about 500 people through here so far. That's amazing. So uh, is this something that if a family is coming to the Atlanta area and they're looking for a great activity to do together, well, 
I mean, they could either do something, in, you know, entertainment that might be more passive, mm-hmm. uh, or they could um, come to the ultimate escape. And so if they do, what do you see as far as like families go? I mean, is this something that kids can do? I mean, what, what do you observe? Absolutely. I think when, when we first started, we even see it on our website of 14 and up. And then we kind of sat back and we had a family come through with a seven-year-old that led his whole family through it and had a great time and was very captivated by the idea and wanted to play the, the our next room's five minutes after he came out of the first one. So I, I think it's something that a family absolutely enjoys, and that's what we've had majority of is families that are traveling that come from North Carolina, New York, all over the states, and, and can come here and have a bonding ex- experience for $28 versus going to watch a movie the same price after you buy your whole family everything that they want, especially, you know, candy for kids, um, to where they can actually bond for 60 minutes and be able to get that type of entertainment that they're just not used to. It's not laser tag. It's not bumper cars. It's not putt-putt golf. It's something that's just very different and out of the box. Yeah. So what kind of reactions do you see when people come out of the room? They hit the, you know, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. I'm Absolutely. not going to reveal, right. but somehow they are able to escape the room. And mm-hmm. so you get to see them when they make their final escape. And so what's typically the reaction that you see? The smiles. It's it's amazing to watch the smiles on people's face. I mean, even if they had a bad day, you know, or they're going through something in their life, they can escape for, thir- you know, for 60 minutes inside of a room and not have to worry about that. And then when they come out and they're high-fiving each other, that's the thrill that I look for. So please do check these guys out. And again, every link, everything that I talk about in this show, uh, I've got all the links to the resource guide for this podcast episode. So all you have to do is just go to savingsangel.com forward slash podcast. And then you're going to want to look for show 106. And you'll see it'll say Atlanta vacation. And uh, it will have a list of all the places I talk about, all the people I talk to, um, any links to their websites, uh, any uh, anything else that I talk about. Uh, I'll have that uh, in that resource guide for you. But definitely check this out. You also, you also, uh, if you're, if this sounds interesting to you, you should find out if they have an escape the room attraction near you because it was just absolutely cool. Absolutely cool. So the next morning we did a couple of traditional, uh, Atlanta tourist attractions. And the first of which being the Georgia Aquarium. Oh, here he comes. Right over there. So the Georgia Aquarium in downtown Atlanta, very cool. It's right on top of us. And the headline uh, act of, of this aquarium are definitely whale sharks and manta rays. And that I know of. In the United States, I don't think that there's anywhere else you can see these animals. And they were just absolutely very, very cool to see. They are huge. Uh, They are fun to watch. Uh, Mesmerizing, quite frankly, especially. I'm a fan of rays and uh, and the manta ray. To see four manta ray uh, like that was, was just really, really cool. And so let me play my interview with... Christy Ray with the Georgia Aquarium. Can you tell us about your amazing facility here? 
Yes, Georgia Aquarium has been a staple here in Atlanta, obviously, since 2005. We're going into our 10th anniversary year this year. Um, and it's just, if you haven't been before, it is an amazing experience. I bring all of my fr friends and family when they come into town. Even if I didn't work here, I would bring all of my friends and family here. Um, it's just an it's really an amazing experience to come in and see all of the beautiful, um, you know, sea life and creatures that we have here that you wouldn't be able to experience anywhere else in the world altogether under one roof. That's right. So my family and I, we live in Orlando. So we've got SeaWorld, Epcot, mm -hmm. and we've been to the aquarium in Tampa. We have never seen a whale shark uh, up close, which was just really amazing to see. My kids have never seen manta ray, and you guys have four of them, yes. and it's just amazing <laughs> yeah. to see such beautiful creatures. They're so big, so up close. The the Ocean Voyager built by the Home Depot exhibit is just incredible. To be able to see those four amazing, huge whale sharks, the four manta rays, and the hundreds of other fish and animals and rays that are all living together in there. And if you got an opportunity to, to sit in front of the, the theater window, to just sit there and take it all in, the, the Ocean Voyager theater window is just this a massive window where you can see all of the sea life going past you and just sit in awe of all of the wonders of the ocean around us. Yeah, and this is a very large aquarium. The whole structure is big. I mean, there's lots to do. What are some of your other favorite things that you recommend for families? Well, I mean, there's all kinds of animals. Obviously, those are the number one reasons that people want to come here. So the African penguins and the beluga whales. Um, we have some really cool coral and beautiful colored um, different fish in our tropical diver exhibit. Um, but one of the new things that we have for families that I think moms and kids are going to love is our Aquanaut Adventure uh it's called a discovery zone it's our brand new exhibit it's on the second floor of the aquarium and it's an opportunity to, for families to go through and partake in a challenge together where they get an ipad when they walk in and they you know choose their team name as a family and then they go through on several different courses where they answer trivia questions and it's all hands-on it's all interactive there's um opportunities to to on a, a giant ice wall to feel how thick blubber has to be to keep you warm in an extreme climate. So it's just a really fun adventure for the entire family to go through together. Yeah, and everybody gets an iPad, so that's everyone wins. Yes, of course. <laughs> Super fun. No, and, and as, a, as a parent, uh, as a dad of three kids, you know, you always want to find those great enriching experiences that the kids find fun and they also learn something or something cultural to it. So that's great. Yeah. And, and, and I hope that maybe that came from feedback or maybe that came from, you know, something internally. But I just think that's great. And we had a chance to walk through that as well, which oh, is just fantastic. excellent. Well, everything that is in that exhibit is based on STEM education. So science, technology, engineering, and math. And that all developed through our education department here at the aquarium. Um, education, school field trips, and things like that are a huge part of what we do and educating students and, and bringing in students who wouldn't normally have the opportunity to, to experience something like this or, or even be able to go to the ocean. So all of those came together to form this new gallery that we have. That's just terrific. And um, so if someone is planning a vacation to the area, and there's a lot to do in Atlanta. Now, just based on what I'm seeing as far as crowds go, mm -hmm. this is a very popular attraction. It this is, is a very popular yes. destination. And so 
if I'm planning a vacation, how do I work this? Uh, you know, how do I work this into my budget? Where can I find great great offers or special deals or are there package offers that sort of thing? Maybe you can kind of tell us about uh, what those offers may be or, or where someone who's listening to our conversation right now is like that sounds great. I want to go. Where can I get a coupon? <laughs> well, obviously, the first thing I would tell people is to go to our website, GeorgiaAquarium.org. You can totally plan your entire visit while you're there. You can see all of the different galleries that we have, all of the different shows that are included in your total ticket. Um, and if you plan ahead and purchase your tickets online, you're going to save up to $7 per ticket um, just by purchasing online in advance instead of coming to the window. And it also saves time because when you get here, you get to skip all of the lines and you come straight in and you start enjoying your day as soon as you get here. Um, I would plan on, if you can, coming during the week. The crowds are going to be a little bit less um, on a weekday. But still, even on the weekends, we do everything by a time ticketing system. So the crowds are controlled throughout the day. So you're still going to have a great experience no matter what day of the week that you come. Um, and if you're coming in from out of town and you're looking to do a lot of different things in Atlanta, City Pass is a great way to go. You can yeah. um, get come into the aquarium and then the world of Coca-Cola and the College Football Hall of Fame. And there are several different um, venues and attractions around town that you can participate in um, through City Pass. You know, and on that note... I was really surprised as I started doing research of places to visit in the United States, just how much there is to do in Atlanta. I mean, it's a big city, yeah. but it's amazing how many great destinations are there are and attractions are there are for people coming from out of town. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, we do it just in our own family, spend a day being tourists in our own city because there's so much to do. And especially even just right here downtown by Georgia Aquarium, like I mentioned, there's the the um, world of Coca-Cola is right across the yard from us mm-hmm. and the Center for Civil and Human Rights, the College Football Hall of Fame, the Skyview, um, Ferris Wheel are all within walking distance here downtown. You can park once and go see all of us. Awesome. Christy, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. This has been a lot of fun. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. I, I really appreciate it and hope all of your listeners can come and enjoy the aquarium as well. So after the aquarium, a couple hundred yards away, we walked over and went to World of Coca-Cola. And so World of Coca-Cola is kind of a trip. Uh, Even if you're not a huge fan of Coca-Cola, it... Uh, they they absolutely are masters at marketing, and uh, y- you will at the very beginning uh, experience just how effective Coca Cola is at commercials and, uh, and and their messaging. And it was just it was really uh, kind of a fun thing to participate in. And of course, you'll have the opportunity to uh, go through the tour where they tease you about their uh, secret formula and they show you a vault and they really just make a huge, huge deal uh, of this secret formula. Anyway, look, if you have the opportunity uh, to go, it's it's worth going. Uh, and at the very end, you'll have the opportunity to go through the tasting lounge. And that's where uh, you get to try over 100 different varieties of different Coca-Cola drinks. And let me play my interview with... I'm Jackie Wansley, and I have the privilege of being one of the members of the team here at the World of Coca-Cola in downtown Atlanta. All right. So for those who have not been to World of Coca-Cola, can you... 
try to put into words what they'll experience when they come to visit. Because of all the attractions in Atlanta, this is clearly one of the headliners that that folks do not want to miss. You're exactly right. We have over a million guests from around the world who come to visit us every single year. So when you're planning a trip either through Atlanta or if you're going to be in the area around us for just a few days, please plan a trip to downtown. We are conveniently located right off of the interstates that converge um, I-85 and I-75, come together to go through the middle of downtown Atlanta, and we are a quick exit off of that area. You've got uh, the inside CNN studio tour that is at one end of Centennial Olympic Park, and we're at the other. Inside CNN Studio Tours takes up an hour. It's a guided tour. Our experience is about a two-hour self-guided tour, and the great part about it is we are one of the anchors of this downtown entertainment district where you can really do a lot of different things if you have one day, two days, ideally two and a half days to spend some time with us here in Atlanta. We're located right next to the Georgia Aquarium and right next door to the newly opened Center for Civil and Human Rights as well. And then as if that were not enough, we've got the College Football Hall of Fame down near the Inside CNN Studio Tour. So you've got five fantastic attractions to really have a lot of fun with in Atlanta. But when you're here at the World of Coca-Cola, we have a little bit of history, a little bit of a look into the future of where our company's going and what we're doing, but we also throw in a 4D movie experience with your price of admission, and you also get to take home a commemorative World of Coca-Cola 8-ounce glass bottle of Coke that you can enjoy as well. Wow. Now, one thing that seemed to be very popular, I think we've tried to hit all of the the attractions inside the uh, the entire world of Coca-Cola here, is the taste is, is the tasting center, tasting right. station? Right. Taste It Lounge is where we have over 120 different beverages that you'll get to try. A number of those are on our freestyle equipment, so you may have seen that in some of the restaurants that you visit. Mm-hmm. It's where you can really customize your own beverage and then uh, save it to your smartphone with the Freestyle app. And next time you go to that restaurant, you can call up that cherry vanilla lemon Sprite that you like, and you can have it to enjoy. We also have beverages from around the world that Coca-Cola manufactures. So unless you get a chance to travel to all these different countries, you're never going to have Stony Tangaweezy from Africa. You're never going to have um, Inca Cola from Peru. And you certainly won't have Beverly from Italy. And all of these are going to be within about 8 to 10 feet of each other. So you can really have a lot of fun with your friends and family when you're here. Having gone to Club Cool at Uh Epcot, uh, I had the opportunity to experience Beverly previously. So I I skipped that one today. But I have to say my favorite was probably the ginger beer. That one is really potent. And it's, wow, it's, it's pretty memorable. That is the Stony Tangaweezy that we talked about. That oh, is probably okay. my favorite. It yeah. tastes like fresh cut ginger yes. to me. So it has that real bite that you mm-hmm. get with ginger. I love it. Yeah. It's really great. And so if someone is coming to the area and they're looking at their budget and they're saying, okay, well, this looks really good. This looks really good. Um, where where could someone, I guess if they're looking at coming to World of Coca-Cola, are there ever any special offers? And if so, where might they find those? Well, there are a couple of different things. If you're going to be visiting more than one attraction in Atlanta, I highly recommend you to check out the Atlanta City Pass. That is one bundled ticket that will give you access to five great attractions in Atlanta. You can visit the uh, World of Coca-Cola, Inside CNN Studio Tours, the Georgia Aquarium, and then you have two tickets that you have a choice. The um, Atlanta Zoo Atlanta 
or the Center for Civil and Human Rights. And then there's one other, Fernbank Natural History Museum and the College Football Hall of Fame. So you can check that out at citypass.com and just click on Atlanta and you can see all of those great options. Additionally, World of Coca-Cola tickets are listed on the My Coke Rewards site. So if you happen to collect those bottle caps and key in all those little numbers <laughs> and you're a My Coke Rewards fanatic, yeah. you can get your World of Coca-Cola tickets through that just complimentary. That can be um, one of the things that you cash in your points toward. Jackie, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. This was a lot of fun, and I'm excited for anybody else who comes to the area and uh, they they either they get their ticket through City Pass or wherever they may be getting it, but uh, th- I think they're going to have a great time with their family. Terrific. Thanks so much for spending your afternoon with us. Thank you. Now, this was a pretty full day for us, and for the evening, I, I really wanted to search high and low for a great restaurant. And I really wanted to find at least two very good restaurants, maybe that were a little bit off the beaten path, uh, two that uh, had had exceptional reviews on TripAdvisor, um, things that were kind of unique. In other words, I wanted to find two treasures for you in terms of restaurants that I could recommend that you may or may not find on a top 10 list elsewhere, or you might not immediately find. And I think I found two really, really great restaurants that my family were just absolutely delighted to enjoy. And the first one is Doc Che's Noodle House, which was about 10, 15 minutes outside of town. So we had to hop in the car and head out there. Uh, But we were absolutely thrilled that we did. And let's go there right now so I can introduce you to Rich Che, who's the owner of Doc Che's Noodle House. And Rich, you own a, a restaurant, and it's called Doc Che's Noodle House. So my family and I just had the opportunity to go through the menu and, and try a, a wide assortment of different dishes, and they were all really, really good. So we did a lot of due diligence. You know, I'm kind of the tourist that likes to get into the neighborhoods, really likes to maybe get off the beaten path and try, you know, try and find these true gems. And the experience was excellent. The food was fantastic. The curry, the red curry in particular, which I had, uh, I thought was very unique because it had eggplant and then it also had, it was a little sweeter than most curries that I've had in the past. Curry is, shrimp curry is kind of like, that's my standard dish that I get. And so excellent work on that. So I was wondering if you could maybe talk about this concept and, you know, for those who are traveling to the area, you know, it's not immediately downtown, uh, so, you know, but again, that's great for people like me. Maybe kind of explain why it may, might be worth, you know, the 10, 10 minutes or so you know, out, of, out of downtown to come and experience this. Right. Well, I, I'm like you. I like to eat where the locals eat. So we opened Doc Chase in 1997, and the genesis of it was uh, really my childhood experiences. I grew up with a mother who cooked a lot, and we spent a lot of time in the kitchen cooking together. So I had a real passion for food and, you know, and really what it represents in a family in terms of everyone being able to gather and share their day, share their experience. Um, But having traveled through parts of Asia, one of the things that I really found really fascinating were the ramen houses in Japan. Very much like if you live in the South, uh, ramen houses are kind of like the Waffle House of Japan. <laughs> and that literally on yeah. every block, there's like six or seven of them. Yeah. And that's where you go to eat affordably, where you go to eat quickly, and where you go to get great food. Oh, really? Yeah. So, you know, for me, that's 
that's my kind of food. Yeah. Is you know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very high on value, uh-huh. and I want good quality food at a decent price. Yeah. So when I moved down here, there really wasn't a lot of Asian food. You know, and especially in these neighborhoods, there was practically no Asian food. Mm. So my partner and I would always kind of joke around that our mantra was, we're going to bring noodles to the people. <laughs> and what we wanted to do was we we wanted to take, we wanted to serve great fresh Asian food in a typical middle-class neighborhood. Yeah. And we also combined that with trying to create a place that was family-friendly because my partner at that time had a daughter that was about two years old and uh, I had just had a child and she was one year one year old and one of the things that we always complained about was there's really nowhere in this neighborhood where you can get good adult food where your kids are welcome and they can eat yeah you know we weren't interested in hamburgers and chicken fingers and the typical kid food so what we tried to do was create an environment that was very family friendly, a place where kids could actually come and get a meal that had vegetables in it and had some nutritional value. Yeah. And that's kind of the genesis of how we started. So it, it's interesting because if you look at all of our restaurants, there, there's kind of a typical pattern. And what you'll see is you'll see a lot of families in here mm-hmm. from maybe 5 o'clock to 7 o'clock, and then they kind of clear out. <laughs> and then the typical... Uh, you know, couples without kids or singles come in after that. So it's nice because we're appealing to more than one market. Well, Rich, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. And yes, the the food was fantastic. And um, explain where people can find uh, more information about each of your restaurants. So you can go to homegrownrestaurants.com and from there you can see all all of our properties. Um, if you were interested in looking at Doc Chase, you can go to docchase.com. Uh, Dragon Bowl, the website for Dragon Bowl is dragonbowlatl.com. And then for our pizza place, it's osteria832.com. Awesome. And I'll make sure to have all those links in the resource guide for this episode so that people can check it out as they're planning their vacation. Please come out. Come to Rich's restaurants. They're absolutely excellent. The menu items are fantastic. Uh, and, and it's a great place to bring kids. It's very, very family-friendly. I saw kids out playing in the patio and didn't seem like anybody was bothered by them. <laughs> so, Rich, thank you so much. Thanks so much. Come on and visit. We'll take good care of you. So the next day, amongst some other activities, we wanted to make sure that we scheduled in some time for the kids to kind of get the wiggles out. <laughs> because... Uh, you know, one thing that I, I've learned about traveling with kids is they need good free form activities where they can just kind of get all that energy out. So we took them indoor rock climbing and we found a place that was, again, another very highly rated activity. It's called Atlanta Rocks, indoor rock climbing. And this place was enormous. And we had some cool experiences. Matter of fact, here's some audio of my older son getting suited up. So we're going to be starting off on these auto blades right here. And what you do on those is you don't need anyone blowing you, so you can just come in and do those on your own pretty much. We'll help you get clipped in and everything. And uh, so you'll go up, and then once you're at the top, you just sit back like you're in a chair and let go, and you'll come back down to the bottom. All right, you want to try some of those? Sure. And here he is, his first time kind of climbing 
one of the walls. And it was really cool to watch. Really cool experience to have with your kids if you've ever done this. Move your right leg where you're, yeah, perfect. Now grab on that one, try and get up on top of it. Perfect. Wow, nice. Oh, my foot's stuck. Got it. Nice, now you're golden. You can wedge your foot in the crack and that'll help you out too if you need a foothold, just like that, yep. Try and reach those orange ones. Climb to the top right a little bit. Almost there, just step up on that left leg. Try and touch the number. Right. You did it! All right. Oh my gosh. All right, I got you. Ethan, amazing. Good job. How'd that feel? My knuckle. That hurts. <laughs> yeah, that was tiring. Especially like right there. It's kind of hard. To get, yeah. I got onto that orange one right over there. Oh I'm going to give that one a try. And so having had <laughs> such a good time, I wanted to chat with the owner real quick and share with you a little bit more about Atlanta Rocks. We are at Atlanta Rocks Indoor Climbing Gym, and my name is Greg Perry. I'm one of the owners. Awesome. So, Greg, tell me about your facility and tell me about how long you've been open and who really loves coming to Atlanta Rocks. Uh, we've been open for exactly, uh, let me see, 20 years and five days. Um, <laughs> And, <laughs> that's, and, a, that's a long time. Just had our 20th anniversary last Thursday. Oh, my gosh. So you've been around. So you are, at this point, you're an Atlanta institution. We are. We've been, uh, we've been recognized by the, the uh, what is it, the Chamber of Commerce. We are part of their promotional video for visiting Atlanta. So. Oh, sweet. So, uh, so who comes to Atlanta Rocks? Everyone. Um, it, kids, adults, uh, old people, young people, you name it. All types. Yeah, yeah. Do you have people from out of town as well? And and if so, like who? Have, and I understand you've had celebrities come in here as we, well. We've had a few celebrities, and we do have people that come from out of town. Um, you know, people travel all over, and so when they travel, if they're climbers, they're looking for what gyms they can go to that are going to be near them when they get to where their business is taking mm-hmm. place. So, uh, so we've had a lot of success in, in you know reaching out to travelers. Yeah, and um, so I understand too. There's a lot of movies that are shot here in Atlanta, and you, you've had a couple of celebrities that have been through here in the past few years we have um my my favorite because i was a big woody harrelson fan uh he came in one night and hit, brought his daughter and his wife and they climbed for uh probably an hour and they stayed for a while afterwards and you know we're really really gracious people they let us take pictures and and do the the whole uh the whole asking you know quizzing about his life and i even had a, had a beer with a guy yeah yeah very cool um okay so if someone is planning a trip to atlanta and they've got kids in tow and they're looking for something to do what makes atlanta rocks a great place to bring uh the kids and the whole family well i mean we're we're a place to go that's not where you're not just going to sit down and enjoy a show you're actually going to take part and do things together as a family and uh and you can take that to any level if you wanted to learn how you know you could easily engage in the rope work and taking care of each other if you wanted to or just have us take care of you which you did today and uh you tell me i mean you had a i hope you had a good time but uh but people come for a lot of different reasons some some exercise some just for fun try something new yeah my observation is so when you come to atlanta there's a lot of uh museum type things to do so there's world of coke and the aquarium and um there's college football hall of fame and there's cnn there's so many things to do Uh, you know some of them have some hands-on things to do but by and large you know you've got kids that are kind of going from exhibit to exhibit to Mm -hmm. exhibit 
I'm telling you right now that if if there's a family that's thinking about coming to the area, they need to schedule some time for the mm-hmm. kids to get out the wiggles and to do something physical. And um, uh, tell me about the experience that kids generally have here. I mean, they get a great workout. So if uh, and and you just hit the nail on the head. Uh, you know, a lot of parents are thinking thinking about their kids. What am I going to do? What are we just going to not just go see? What are we going to be able to do that will keep them entertained? And uh, and usually it's the kids themselves that ask, them, we want to go rock climbing. So it's it's quite often it's their kids. It's child-led and, and then parent-funded. you know, funded. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. And it is, as far as vacation value goes and also you know, where is the best place to find uh, any special offers or mm-hmm. discounts or pricing? Where, where would we find all that information? We, uh, we have done a lot of, I want to say Groupon, but they're, they're not the only ones. Living Social has done... Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, couponing, uh, like the two-for-one deals, we do a lot of those and oh, wow. uh, in other organizations as well. Uh-huh. And is there any, do you have offers on your website as well? Uh, you know, not not too many deals on the website. Sometimes we'll offer a special through the gym, but typically it's the other, you know, the other organizations that offer deals for us. Okay. Um, so if, so check Living Social, check Groupon, check any. All the, all the. Uh, I don't even know what to call those sites anymore. Daily deals. Daily deals. Yeah. There you go. So a lot of daily deal sites. Okay. So. That's awesome. And so um, if some, let's say there isn't one available at the moment, what, what is the pricing right now for kids and or adults? If it was a two-hour session, um, it's $25 normally. So we would do a two-hour session. We would take care of all the safety, provide all the gear, no hidden tax or charges. It's just 25 each. Yeah. And I'll tell you. Two hours is a lot yeah, of time for an adult. Yeah, for a kid, you know that you know they could probably go the full two two hours, mm-hmm. but I could barely make it past yeah, an hour. I mean, right. I, I mean, you. an hour was, I mean, so I don't think anyone needs to feel like that's not going to be enough time. Right. That's enough time. That it is, it is a workout. People think they're not going to get enough when they first get here. And by the time they leave, or even an hour in, they realize that they've had plenty and they need to slow down because, uh, cause you have to take breaks when you're climbing. Otherwise you'll run out of gas really fast. Once your forearms are spent you're not you're not going to get them back that day it may take a couple days so yeah i'm that's exactly where i'm feeling it right now right in the forearm mm-hmm. so hopefully that'll heal up nicely it so will. yeah um what do you see as far as so when let's say a family comes in together they're from out of town they're on vacation uh, what do you see as far as their interaction together i mean is 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 climbing a great family activity and a great thing for for families to do together we think so you know some of our customers uh will come and join the climbing team for their kids and then they'll start climbing with their kids and then they realize that it's a whole family event and uh you know we've had people you know that truly believe that families that climb together stay together mm-hmm. when they come together they typically have fun together yeah and uh, and then slowly but surely the kids learn how to do all this stuff themselves so if they're not old enough yet and they stick with it they're going to grow into it and eventually and uh, and you know it's a, just a lot of responsibility involved so they really thrive on that awesome so greg um what's the website AtlantaRocks.com. There we go. AtlantaRocks.com. And you can see pictures. Do you have you what else? What we else have, is on we the have website? Some interactive videos that will teach, like a, a where you can scroll and look at the entire gym. But uh, but we have some videos that some are touch on what you would learn here if you were mm-hmm. taking a class. Um, some of the things you can do while as climbing, and and we have you know lists of all the other local climbing places uh, around 
around Atlanta that you could go outside, for instance? Yeah, well, you know, I've seen climbing facilities. I have, this is the biggest, most amazing one that I've ever seen. I mean, this, that's the impression when you walk in, you're like, wow, this place is enormous, cavernous. And how many, I'm just trying to count how many belays you have up right now, but there's, there's a lot of places to climb here. We have exactly 50 set ropes and on each rope, there's usually two to three routes, if not more. So, so we have, you know, several a lot of routes. You're not going to get bored. Not quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Greg, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. So there you go. That was part one of Josh's totally excellent Atlanta vacation. And next week, a week from today, I'm going to be publishing part two. So in other words, the very next episode is going to be the regular 90 days to abundance. So if you're looking for deals and saving information, I got that. That's coming. That's going to be next in just a few days. Uh, But in two episodes from now will be part two, including a review of the all time worst restaurant I have ever been to. Truly, truly a horrible, horrible restaurant. So you want to make sure not to miss that because I don't want you to make the same mistake uh, that I did. I'll share with you exactly what happened. And I'm going to be sharing with you a review of a great restaurant. Also going to be sharing with you a review and an interview of the CNN World Headquarters tour as well. So much to come. And so I look forward to sharing more great deals with you in just a few days. So make sure you hit subscribe and have a great day. Have a great week. And as always, live abundantly. Oh, oh. <laughs>